Coach Teresa Ford here, and this is the Guiding You Home podcast. This is a thought-provoking and often humorous approach to moving you closer to the only one who can genuinely help you live a life of abundance and prosperity. Sound good? Yeah, it's you that needs to go within so you can sit in the driver's seat of your life co-creating with God. So make room for more light and knowledge. As you continue to listen, you will discover elements of how to lead with your inner light, how to act on your specific promptings, and how to follow your spiritual intuition so you can fulfill the measure of your creation. Thanks for being here and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to Guiding You Home. This is the podcast where you get to sift and sort the answers within. So today's topic is triggers. Uh, The last episode I did was on uh, rejection. So it's kind of in the same, you know, kind of low energy, low vibe um, topic. But every last one of us has been triggered. Like it doesn't, it's not necessarily um, about a major traumatic experience. It's just the unsatisfaction of not getting our needs met, of trying to navigate our personal power, of trying to overcome other personalities that might be more developed or more um, assertive than our own. You know, finding agreement within yourself is the most important thing because you'll probably never find full agreement with other people. Like there's some ideas and some things, but maybe their lifestyle doesn't match yours. Maybe their personal relationship choices doesn't, doesn't match your idea of, you know, of what's best. So you're not ever really going to find that kind of alignment outside of yourself. You have to be aligned within yourself. So Wayne Dyer talks about squeezing an orange. Like if you squeeze an orange, what's going to come out of it? whatever's coming out of an orange is what's inside the orange. So most likely orange juice. But when we're squeezed, when we're pressed, when we're under stress, and that's where the pressure is, that's why we're being squeezed, is there's something we feel stressed about, like our performance or pleasing others or, um, you know, being enough, belonging. Those are all things that cause us stress. So if we think we're not doing something we should be doing, there's some stress there because should and shame are the same. So should is stressful. Let's not should on ourselves. That's not nice. So uh, looking at what is coming out of you, those are the emotions you have not yet processed. That's what a trigger is, unprocessed emotions. Because as soon as you process them, As soon as you let go of them, you put it behind you, guess what? You're never bothered by that thing again. You're really not. Now, this is not 100% foolproof. There are a lot of different versions of the same kind of yucky energy. Like I was talking about yesterday or a couple episodes ago, um, that rejection is just one of the emotional energies associated with a suicidal ideology. So it's, there's like a lot of levels and we're probably never going to be smart enough 
um, unless you're super intuitively gifted and you've developed this gift to understand which emotions are setting you off or that you're even triggered. So let's just start at the beginning here because being triggered is not obvious to everybody when you're going through it, when it's you. When somebody else is having a hard time, we can identify it right now. It's like, you're you're struggling. Do you need a nap? How about a snack? You know, but when it comes to us, it's like, ooh, that bothered me. Or, ooh, that person is driving me crazy. You know, as parents, we probably say this many, many times a day. When we're, we've never parented before, we have little kids, they're doing stuff. We're like, where did you get that? Why are you doing that? Stop doing that. And we are triggered, you know, that our stress climbs throughout the day. By the end of the day, we have no patience. Like I remember uh, like a meme where it talks about or shows a picture of Barney. It's like, this is me in the morning. Barney the dinosaur and then the, the evening picture was a picture of Godzilla you know flame throwing and burning everything in its sight it's like this is me at night it's like that's very true so on just a regular day when you've given your best you've given it all you probably didn't get enough sleep to start with and you just still put it all out there you've got a way more patience in the morning than you do at night. And at night we're triggered. It's like, that's, I'm not safe. I'm tired. I don't have a means of, of protecting my energy anymore or, you know, managing all the energy in the room on less sleep and being tired. So when, when that's going on, we're triggered. And when we lose our patience, we're triggered. So it can be really big it can be big stuff, you know. Um, I I can't even tell you how many times in my childhood I remember the unfairness. Like that's, for me, unfairness is a huge trigger. And I'm becoming more and more aware. It's like, oh, you're triggered. Stop. <laughs> oh, you're triggered. You need to, you, you're not getting your needs met. Oh, you're triggered. Like when, when you are finding yourself in a reactive state, Whatever's coming out in that reactive state is the, the emotion that was unprocessed as a child. So the unfairness of the, I'm not even going to go into it. <laughs> you know, um, I, 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 when your brain is triggered, you turn into controlzilla. Let's just say that. So my mom was controlzilla a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and never out in public, out in public. She wore that very happy face, but behind the scenes, um, I, I heard a comedian once say that, uh, his mother's shoe was a boomerang that she could like be on the telephone. Oh, hello. You know, and talking really happy. And, and meanwhile, unhappy that her children were, you know, causing some background noise that she didn't appreciate. And so she would take her shoe off and just, you know, <laughs> upside the head, hit the kids upside the head and back to her hand, you know, and put it back on her foot. And how funny that was to me because that was exactly how my mom was. Oh my goodness. So exact. It's like, hello, Dr. Henning's office. And then, you know, making meanie faces to us, trying to get us to stop talking behind the scenes. So it would sound professional in the background. But some of that, um, and that's just a, a, a very humorous part of the <laughs> <laughs> not fun part of my childhood. But um, for me, well, and first of all, let's just 
say who you are. You know, I'm a Libra and Libras must find balance. Unfairness is a huge trigger. So if you know anything about yourself, what, how you were created, the, the parts of you that function well when things are in a certain situation, the parts of you that fall apart when things are not in the situation you think they should be in, you will be triggered. So the trigger, if I can just pull this together, sometimes my brain is just going boom, boom, boom in a million different directions. Pulling it together, a trigger is an unhealed or unprocessed emotion coming from you and it has something to do with who you are and how you're made, your characters, your values, your truths and your untruths. And it's not satisfying to you. You're you're not happy with the outcome. Somebody didn't perform the way you needed them to perform, so now you're not happy. And 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 the, you, somebody could have performed in a way that they shouldn't have performed, and you're not happy because it imposed it it trespassed on your ground. So when when those kinds of things are happening, what is the emotion you feel? What is actually coming up? What is the problem? What's what's the issue in you? And if you can name it, you can process it. So like I just using the unfairness example for me. I I am very intuitive to seeing both sides of the story. Like I could never win a debate. I just couldn't because I'm like, "What? I see, you know, <laughs> you robbed a store. Yeah, I can see that you you didn't have love in your life growing up. And it's like, oh, you got robbed. I can see how frustrating after all the work you put in to run a, an honest business. And then somebody comes and takes advantage of you. Like I can see both sides. And so unfairness to me can come up quite a bit because it's unfair that somebody didn't get love as a child and it's unfair that somebody got uh you know their business tampered with so that unfairness when but when it disrupts my life so i can see it out there and be it objective but when it disrupts my life when i'm all up in retelling the story and trying to control all the outcomes in my mind you know you're in the shower you know when you think about what happened and you're running through it in your mind and all the scenarios and the, you know, you're trying to give somebody a piece of your mind and how they should have like not, they should have been able to know that that was the wrong thing to do and they shouldn't have done it to you when you were a child or they shouldn't have, you know, taken advantage of you for their own well-being and all the things. That is just unprocessed emotion because it, in the big grand scope of things, once you're out of childhood, you have the ability to heal you. You have the ability to take personal responsibility for how you feel. You have the ability, and I hope you're taking advantage of it because it's wonderful, of being your own person, your own boss, and using your free agency on your terms to choose what is right and wrong for you. So then when somebody tries to impose their values on you, you can pull back a little bit and go, oh, that's just them talking. They just need to feel better. That has nothing to do with me. I got it. That's when we're like healed 
and processed you know we we've taken that process or that that unprocessed unfairness let's just use that as an example you're just taking that unprocessed unfairness and saying oh you have a need to manipulate or control my outcomes and it's okay you can do that because i don't have to let it affect me i can push back leave the room draw a hard line and we just don't talk anymore like whatever it needs to do you have the power to change the outcome there now i'm not talking about when you were a child that you didn't have the power to tell someone to stop doing what they were doing that was harming you that's those are much bigger triggers and much bigger trauma and emotions to process because there's the emotions are compounded you know when something happened to you as a child and you didn't have the emotional maturity to process what was happening because it's happened to you and it blindsided you and it wasn't with your permission and it wasn't maybe even with your parents permission it just happened to you there's there's just so much more to it right it's just a it's just a much much bigger wound but if let's say you were a child and you're like i want to go out and play and your mom was like well i this is not a good time because it's snowing and it's really cold and it's flu season and we don't want you to get sick and then you're like freaking out that took took away your ability to just go do what you want to do and you harbored some ill will in your little self i mean i'm taking a very light example here then possibly if you're especially prone to not follow the herd so to speak if you're if you just don't like someone to tell you what to do when to do it there's a good chance that that same kind of emotion comes up when somebody tries to stop you from doing what you're doing because they don't think it's in your best interest even though you're like but <laughs> if it's not i guess i get to pay the price and you don't get to have a say in it so again that's you checking in with you it's like oh they're they love me they're trying to keep me safe they're trying to prevent something they think is going to not be beneficial to me in those cases just check in if you can name the emotion you can process it it's like huh that sounds like someone's trying to stop me from living my life the way i want to live it is it true maybe but is it true that they have the power to do that? No. So what do you do? Thank you for your concern, but I'm going to be okay. Like that's it. We could we could I mean, and if this is a person in your life that does it all the time and you're like I'm so sick and tired of this person trying to decide what's best for me out of the concern that they have, then that's a conversation. It's not just thank you for being concerned but i'm going to be okay it's it's if it's affecting you negatively then it's a conversation that you need to have where you can draw boundaries you can put lines in the sand if necessary you can say things like i appreciate your concern but this comes up a lot and i am going to be fine and if something comes up and it's not to my benefit i will discover what doesn't work for me so i can govern my life accordingly but i appreciate you not interfering anymore that is processing an emotion 
Because otherwise, we're just going to be mad at this person. We're just going to be angry with them. We're going to send them, you know, laser beams from our eyes and, and think ugly things about them. And that only hurts us. That doesn't hurt them. <laughs> well, energetically, it can actually hurt them a little bit. They don't know they're being hurt. But the, it, it's worse, way worse for you. So if you're doing this and sending, you know, bad vibes to other people, you're the one holding those bad vibes in. And those will continue to come out. Those bad vibes, they'll continue to come out. So if that thing that's bugging you raises that negative energy in you and it comes out when you're being squeezed or pressed, it's, you're going to be like, okay, what is that? It keeps coming up. It comes up when I talk to Susie. It comes up when I talk to Bob. It comes up when I'm at work. It comes up when I'm, you know, vying for a, a position or an award or a raise or a, you know, a, a pat on the back. Like if it's coming up and it keeps coming up, name it and then take your personal power back. It's like, I'm sorry, you don't have the right to tell me what to do with my life. I appreciate your concern. That's nice, but it's not necessary and I don't require it. And that's you taking your power back and then that emotion kind of goes away because from then on you have the language, you have the presence of an awareness to say, wow, I, I'm triggered right now. Sometimes triggers can sneak up on us. Let's, if it's, if you're not familiar with realizing that you are triggered, Maybe you're triggered by being super tired. I personally get triggered if I if someone disrupts my sleep out of inconsideration. That they're like, well, I'm awake, so I'm going to turn the heater on, close the door. You're going to fry in the bedroom where the heater is, <laughs> is much more powerful than the rest of the house. And it's going to wake you up and you're going to lose sleep. Like... I've had that happen to me before and I'm surprised by how angry I am by that because it's it goes back to my childhood that I would be woken up in the middle of the night by someone flipping my light on and then walking down the hall at one o'clock in the morning, you know, or someone running into my room petrified that they're going to be killed and locking my door and hiding in my room in the middle of the night where I'm like startled awake or even when I was much smaller, you know, we were asked to get out of bed and watch our parents argue and then the police would come over. Like, I'm telling you, like, stuff happened in my childhood that in, and they happened in the middle of the night because people were up way too late past their bedtime and they were not in good positions to make good decisions. So they were completely triggered, which caused me and my little nervous system to be triggered as well. So when you're triggered by something, you have to pay attention. What is it that makes me feel unsafe? What needs do I have that are going unmet? What power do I have to set this situation right? Let me give you one more quick example. I was talking to somebody who I cared about very much. And in this conversation, all of a sudden, like, she was talking about how people would treat her like she's handicapped and that they would talk to somebody else face to face acting like she didn't have a brain and it just you know 
made her angry to the core. Well, first of all, that anger of somebody not showing respect and disregarding her because she was in a wheelchair, that that happened to her in, I, I guarantee, in her childhood at some point. She wasn't in a wheelchair then, but she felt powerless to change how people were treating her. That was the undercurrent energy that she really, she just zeroed in on this particular situation that really made her angry. And all of a sudden, I was in her line of sight listening to her and she lumped me into that category and made and she was like you're you did the same thing to me and I was like what <laughs> which triggered me because then she started saying you can't stand there with your arms folded because that's it means you're not listening to me and I was like wait a minute you can't tell me how to stand <laughs> so we were like going back and forth and it was it was her trigger triggered me and it, this was before I was like able to say oh I'm triggered instead I was like you are a control zilla and I was so upset with her for lumping me into a category and telling me what my intentions were to make her feel like a uh, non-viable human being and I was like I've never had that intention towards you I am sorry and anyway so identifying like the only way to recover that relationship again even though now I am aware of what a trigger is for her um, it, it helps me have more empathy and compassion for when she's triggered and to not take it personally it's like okay I can see this is really bothering you you know and and to step away it's like when you calm down and I'll go calm down and I'm gonna go make some lunch we'll have something nice to eat and it's gonna be okay that gives everyone in the room opportunity to assess what what just happened why am I so upset with that and this person happens to be an amazing person who also can process emotions when it's brought to her attention so that was a it's a great opportunity to have a good conversation and, and strengthen the bond it's like I know you were so upset I want you to know I love you I want you to know that I did not do anything intentionally I may have not thought about it the same way you did that certain things have to be in place before something can trans transpire and that made you think that I was taking your power of choice away and I am so sorry that that's what you thought was happening but I guarantee I love you and I and I will be aware of that if that's if that's what you thought was happening I will self-check and see if that's you know something that I can correct within me now, I can't change to make her feel better, but I can be aware of what her triggers are so I don't step in the poop too, <laughs> you know? So this is all just really important self-awareness to know when you're triggered, when you're not. It could be as simple as being tired or it can go way back to some traumatic experiences and some emotional neglect. And if that's happening, then it, it's within us to be aware name the emotion and then give it space what needs to happen for this emotion to be turned to be changed so <clears throat> you know this the situation with my friend that brought up a lot of unfairness it's like you know she she wasn't giving me a chance to speak to my point of view and what was happening and she wasn't willing to listen either she was just on a tyrant about 
um, you know, what was bothering her. And, and so that unfairness really, you know, riled me up. But what would fix that unfairness is to use my higher self words to tell her I love her. But this is after everybody cools down, right? This is not in the middle of the, the height of being triggered. This is after everybody's had a snack, at least one nap, and you know, and you've had a chance to pull in your higher self. And your higher self can say, okay, what do I need? I need a chance to add and contribute to the conversation. If there is not that chance to talk with somebody, then that's a hard boundary. You need to know that that person is not well enough, not healthy enough to have a conversation with you. And that's okay. It's okay. But if you need to write it out and burn that letter about this, you made me feel like this and and I, I and you know, nobody can actually make you feel a certain way. It's it's you. It's you. It that that emotion came out of you. So then you have to process it. So that journal writing is, it can be interesting because as you're like, you made me feel this way. You didn't give me a chance to speak. You were so unfair in your accusations. And you write that out, read it back and read it as if you're talking to yourself. Oh, you okay so because it's always you know i was making accusations even though i wasn't able to speak them you know you're unfair you're out of line you have crossed the line you are not my friend after all like i was making accusations too so it's it's processing i mean can you see these how this might go down with your spouse can you see how this might go down with a co-worker or a boss you know you you have the power to process this and so if it's not something that you feel like you can open up a conversation around or it's you know you've got that sensitive spirit that makes you run from conflict you can process it and give yourself the support that you need so processing it is writing it out taking personal responsibility write out that part well i i guess i didn't take responsibility by because I did this, this, and this. Take responsibility for it. Name the emotion. It just felt so unfair to me. Ooh, unfairness. That was it. What does unfairness, unfairness require to heal? It requires some less judgment, less angst, less over-explaining, less I'm in trouble, <laughs> less of all that. And when... The energy comes down and it's so much less than it was at its heightened state. You're healing. You're recovering. The trigger is no longer going to be as strong next time in that particular emotion. And then burn it. <laughs> Let it go. Give it back to God. There's nothing you can do to change other people. Literally, you, you've tried. I know you have. I've tried. I know I have. <laughs> And we're not in charge of other people. We don't have stewardship over how other people treat us, behave, are triggered. Like, we can't stop it. We can't fix it. All we can do is take personal responsibility for what is ours. And so that's really important. You just go burn it. Give it back to God. Take in all the air, all the breath. Breathe in. Let it out. Let it go. 
and know that you are supported, that you have the ability to tell yourself next time I will have an ease about me. Next time I will see that they're having a hard time. Next time I will go and give myself the support I need because if you get upset, there's a time in your life you can go back and nail that story. You're like, that's exactly what happened to me when I was six. And if you continue on and allow yourself to be triggered, you will act like a six-year-old. So you got to go back and find that story. And the first story you think of is the story you need to be focusing on. Put your eyes on it. Put your heart on it. And how did that make me feel? Why did I think I felt powerless? Or why, you know, did somebody impede on my free agency? Like, what what was it? Process it. Look, look at it. And then take personal responsibility for what's yours. Forgive yourself for holding it in you. Forgive the other person for not doing, you know, making good decisions in their life. Or not able to see the harm they're causing. There's just so many angles to it. But forgive this here because you're the only one you can help feel better. And you have to make that six-year-old feel supported. And you have to write down the things that will be more supportive to you next time. Because sure shooting, life will offer you many, many opportunities to practice this, this emotion that you said you wanted to overcome. So it's totally in your, your court. You get to decide what's going to work for you and what's not. You get to decide how to use your free agency. You get to decide to name the emotion that's coming up in the moment you feel stressed. And as soon as you do, magic happens because there's one less negative emotion in you to process. And that's when your life gets better. That's when you find the answers from within. That's when everything changes and you react negatively less, less less negatively in the rest of your life and more positively in, in the support of you. Okay? Any questions, let me know. Catch you later. Thanks for listening. I invite you to leave your feedback and share your aha moments as you listen to this podcast. Also, you can access more information or any of the programs, courses, or worksheets that I've mentioned on these episodes on my website at TeresaFord.life. Or what I would really love is for you to connect with me on Instagram at TeresaFord.coaching and on Facebook at Coaching with Teresa Ford so I can give you more interesting insights and further coaching to help you fulfill the measure of your creation.